150. Uncle Bryn goes for home. Three lengths in front. Ironclad Visionary callsign Mab. But it's all Uncle Bryn. Another cup of the mantelpiece for Mark Zara. Uncle Bryn won it well from callsign Mab. Welcome to Vet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined in studio by Pan Pack Gold medalist John Walter. Is that right? This is take three. Sorry, I'm just trying. We uh, 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 yeah, no, yeah. What am I? No, the Masters champion or something. I don't what know. did you get? Just under forties, over forties. Yeah, I was like between thirty-five and forty-one and a quarter or something. No, it's every ten years, thirty-five and forty-five. I missed five years. I could have been doing this five years ago. Could have re- could have been back. I could have been back five years ago. I tell you what, wasn't much of a medal. We should uh, try and dig out the graphic. I haven't got it. I forgot but it's it. probably one of the weakest gold medals I've ever seen. It, it looked like a participation medal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I don't. I can't even dig it out. What was it for? What was it for bowling? Ten pin bowling. bowling He's mate. a champion. Bowling. Wait. Ten pin bowling. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I, I was. If I lost that, I was going to try lawn bowling. I was. That was my next goal. But uh, <laughs> tell you what, he's he's borrowed some grandpa's shirt too. He once usually got you know a lo- lo- nice uh, uh, kit, oh, there, but now there, you've yeah. got the old thing. Have a look at this. He's he's got all the medals. Five. five oh, what a haul! Five of metal hall, metal hall. Who are you playing against? Hey, uh, literally, it, it's, it's incredible. Like uh, one of the dudes, <laughs> uh, you can bowl as many times as you like during the week or whatever. It's like open between nine. There's like four squads or something, so you can just keep going and try and qualify for the Sunday. And one of the dudes I bowled with, on this, he bowled like 90 games for the week. 90. Sounds like a Mickey Mouse competition. Holy heck, anyway. It was, um, yeah, interesting. But they were pumped on the Sunday. Congratulations, but there's an asterisk. Uh, $26. When do we get paid? I'm still I'm waiting to get paid for my top sport account, the $26. <laughs> oh, DK, I heard a voice there. You've you've got a pulse. COVID survivor, DK. I'm back, Scoot. I'm back. Gee, you look good. I was, uh, I was wounded there. I was wounded. I was uh, got me the got me the COVID. That was combined while well, the story was that I was, I was at a 50th on the Saturday night. I was in here... Of, a, of an early finish to that, off uh, for the Melbourne Cup preview, and um, it turned out that uh, I put the missus on the plane to Vietnam, come home from the airport, and started feeling crook, and down I went. And uh, she said uh, she landed, and then said, "Oh, there's some other people at the party got a bit crook. You might want to test yourself." And uh, sure enough, it just lit up like a beacon, the thing. So um, down I went, and then single parenting for two weeks with the COVID and then I gave it to my daughter. That was good. So there's another. I added another four, three days and more and locked up and uh, anyway. And I was pretty crook too, but um, come good. So um, no, I'm back. I'm back. But uh, It's good to see you back, DK. I reckon you, you've improved from COVID. I think you've come through the run beautifully. You look like you're full of colour. Well, I'll tell you what I did. It got me off the drink skirt. <laughs> I lost, I mean, you, get, you get that metal taste in your mouth from the bloody thing. So I, I never had a drink for a week, which is would not one whole week off the drink I wouldn't have had for 25 years. So then then, then I said, oh, well, no need to get, you know, so I went another week off it and I had a couple of guys I read when the missus got home from Vietnam the other night at dinner and that's it. So um, I tell you, it does, uh, getting off the drink freshens you up a bit. I'll give you the tip, even though it's not no, it's not a long-term play, but um, it's a good good for a freshen up, Scoot. i tell you what, DK, the wheel of racing never stops turning and uh, your arch enemy, while you've been down and out on the canvas, Trent Bazustin, yeah. Has just what do you do? Ri- he's risen what from do do? the ashes. He's like David Koresh. <laughs> he started his cult. Risen. Come he's, on. He's got a siege situation down at Cranbourne. And guess what? He's taken one of our own, Nick Noonan. Two? I think they're both Nick on board, Noonan aren't they? has joined the cult. I think both he's Noonan's He's a full believer. They? They've, right, they've, think, they've converted th- to the – I think – Two? Add, add another one. Add the bloke next to your skirts. Some silly tweet he put out of his, his <laughs> young bloke. 
getting home last night trying to throw the fishing line out to me, and I did bite. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it got him right in there. I was, threw the oh, dolphin yeah, bait yeah, out. I threw it at me, but I mean, please, Scoot, please. How can a bloke? How can a bloke? He's got 150 horses, average price two hundred thousand dollar yearling. So he's got thirty million, thirty five million dollars of horse flesh. That'd be. They're going to be down and out like. You know, he's allowed to train a couple of two-to-one winners on his home track. Like, please, you know, I'm talking about long-term, you know, uh, he's, you know, he's not one of mine. I mean, Rivers de Cock won the cup last year. Now Bazustin wins it this year. I mean, it's not a hard race to win. So, and then the two-to-one chance wins. I mean, you're talking about River Plate yesterday, Nico? You're talking about it? How, 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 how did it take 10 starts to win a race? Like, how? Oh, he was he was sort of running a, a few big races. He bumped into the creek. Was he, was he po- poorly placed? Would you say poorly placed Maybe. for his poor owners? Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah. Anyway, it only matters that he got the result yesterday when we we're on him. But um, yeah, that's right. That's I'm all a, that matters. The punt. The punt. It's all that matters. I'm a believer. Team Kiwi. Well, I don't know. Anyway, he's got he's allowed a bloke who's got 150000 dollars yearlings is allowed to train two two to one winners. I would have thought. Speaking of two to one winners, Nico uh, said it a lot. Uh, they ran pretty straight yesterday at Sandown River Plate. Tasman. Pretty straight. Did they ever? There's, I don't think there's any flexing from anyone about yesterday's program. I, I just I had to turn Twitter off last night. There's folks saying they've nearly tipped the card and this and that. And you just go and get up dynamic odds and look at the results. First favourite, first favourite, first favourite. The only source of second favourite was Secret Glamour, who drifted from first favourite to second favourite, was the only one who missed. He's the only one who got there. He was the only one who wasn't favourite. Mm-hmm. Come on. Nico's still found. Nico Harley. Is I'll that what you're saying? Nico Harley. I'll tell you what. Nico Harley. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. It must be Christmas because the Grinch is back. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Nico Harley. Flex on flex flexing on every favourites one. Not talking about you, Nico, but there's some, some other blokes SEN and all this sort of business. Oh, wanna, wanna, wow. wanna, you know, wanna say how, 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 how good they shoot. Well, if every favourite wins, they're gonna tip winners. If the favourites get beat, they're gonna have a strip out. It's just chalk and cheese. Oh, tell you what, I, I feel bad talking about last week's results too. Braden Starr, Bazustin, Uncle Bryn. It was an absolute one eva line. I'll, 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 I'll give you a Bazustin stat. Flemington. How many winners from Flemington from his last 50? Nico? 52. One. One. Minus 70%. Minus 77% profit on turnover. Caulfield. Three from 50. Minus 52%. So he never trained to win. It never got close. I, I, I want to challenge that, Not- uh, Flemington sack, because the percentage of t- we only back one of the 50, I think, Nico. So, was it. so it's 100%. 100%. 100%. 100% for Nico. Nico reads him like a book. They're the stats that matter. I would have thought to owners who are spending all that money on yearlings, but anyway. I don't think it does because people just continue to buy these horses off with these people all the time and it's not just him. So, you know, people love burning money. Correct, right? Anyway, it was it was a pretty fat week and even T-Dogs noon and uh, off the bench, Donald Sunday, Tarheel Blue, bit of uh, flirted with a bit of... What did he do? What did he tip it off the noms? Did he tip it off the noms? Pretty much. Freak. <laughs> Must have been when the has just come out for the show. He's slipping because he doesn't normally need the noms. He just <laughs> he's pre-noms. Pre-noms is usually his go. Tell you what, it was a barnstorm win, Uncle Bryn. We got the replay. It was a one-horse affair. Have a look at Uncle Brinny. Who's <laughs> looping them and takes say, yeah. the lead early in the straight at the 150. Uncle Bryn goes for home three lengths Soft in front. Soft win. Here's Neil. Side map, oh, hang on. He's a little. He pulled the stick like. <laughs> <laughs> You got no idea how hard my stupid sister, who I call a sister Claus, she shows up once a year and takes him to the thing and fills up the trolley. Three hundred and twenty nine for that stupid thing, and I literally had to like dump it and hide it for them it not to come home with us. Oh, so, what, what, so that that gift's under the tree. It's coming. No, no, that that one's not coming. But the the three bat caves I had to put together last night and finished at midnight putting bat caves together for uh, the Christmas in November for Sister Claus. 
Holy crap! Spoiled him. That was an Uncle Bryn. That was that was Walt's horse riding a uh, a toy horse. I might get one of those for Piper for uh, for Chrissy, but uh, it was a one act affair. It was just so soft, uh, Uncle Bryn. But um, I don't know how you have so much time to put all that stuff together. What well, you, you that? Need, yeah, you, you need takes you need to, fifteen you need to get seconds. On the drink. You go video upset DK. Got to meld them together. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> fifteen seconds. Uh, one of the highlights of the week or the talking points of the week, uh, P. Moody spray on B. McDougal. What do you think, Walt? Uh, obviously, jockey manager. No, Spraying I, jockeys on the race report. Was it too Was it too much? Was it-, it was too much, but it, and you've got to expect it to get out. Like I know he blew up that it won't. It would, that's just how it is these days, isn't it? So it only takes one and then it's all over. But um, oh, I thought there was positives and negatives to it. Like it, it shows that he what his plan behind it was, what he's trying to work out what this horse is. He gave the jockey a plan. He didn't execute it. He was upset with it. I like it that he's upset because too many of them put jockeys on, blase, no um, no real plan with the horses. They seem to go round and round like we're looking at them frustrated, but I don't even think the trainer really knows, um, you know, a lot of the time. So at least it shows that Moody's – Knows what he's doing. Hey, well, he's having a crack. He understands he's trying to inform his owners of his plan, what he's trying to do, and then gets upset because it does take a lot of effort and not just his effort, ever like a team effort to get a horse to a race and trying to progress and when it, when – it's sort of completely they go against what you want to do. Of course you're going to get angry, but you just got to package it up a little bit. How does it happen? Like obviously, clear-cut instructions. It sounds like Mood's obviously very frustrated. Mm. We want you to push forward, and then he doesn't. Is it is it just a brain fade and just switches off? Because yeah, like, we, we probably know jockeys and that they're a lot better than most, but you, you, you tend to get their pattern. At certain times of year, they switch off certain races. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anything untoward in it most of the time. It's it's a lot of the time it's the personality of the, the rider. Like um, some of them do just go on the merry-go-round more than others. And, you know, you've, I think that, like that's why it's so hard to pick jockeys these days if you're a trainer, I think. Like if it depends what you want to get out of them, but there's not too many that actually deliver two instructions the majority of the time. So it's um, it's a balancing act. But you can see why he was angry. He just he was probably just went 10% too far. Otherwise, I thought it was a positive. DK? Two bobs worth? Oh, I thought it was ordinary, very ordinary. I mean, he puts the heffle on his horses. Can you imagine him spraying a female on the post-race report like that? And this is a, this is like this is a typical trainer. Blame blame everyone else. Blame everything else. So that horse, that horse was dual accepted in a two thousand metre maiden on Friday at Seymour, and in that open three year old on Sun Saturday at Cranbourne. Right? Friday it went up two to one in its right race. On a big track, big nice big field, nice genuine tempo. All it had to beat was the other equal two to one favourite who was none from twenty, Celtic Glory, or he, or on a nice big track, a big gangly horse, or put it in Cranbourne in the open three year old, where it's seventeen dollar chance, big gangly horse around a tight turning track, small field, probably muddling tempo. Where do you think he ran it? You know, he should that horse should have been in. It drew beautifully at Seymour. It's going to be uh, have a nice run. Um, big, spacious, new track, everything like that. And he puts it, no, no, we won't run it there. We'll p- put it in the worst race for it. And then it all went tits up. So, I mean, blame McDougal. I, I, he said put in a free-flying position. He didn't ride it like it was. There's only two free-flying positions in that race, leader and outside leader. And he didn't ride it like he was told to put it outside leader to me. He tried to slide in. He just missed. Then he said, then the anchors went out as soon as he said, oh, I'll try and get some cover. But um, I thought, you know, poor, very poor placement. That that all should have been in the maiden at Seymour on Friday, and he copped his right whack and put it in the wrong race on Saturday. Oh, there it is, Nico. You got an earth that, or are you happy with that? So that was more than two bob. That was about dollar thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DK is really fired up there. Um, 
Yeah, well, looking at the putting form data, just looking at the race shape, the horse has gone to the 623 lengths below to the 600. So um, maybe he does have a foot to stand on given how slow they went in the proactive ride he probably could have used given he probably wouldn't use a lot of petrol. Um, but uh, that, maybe that, a, was, that, was, that was from about the 1600, 1600 to the six. All right, yeah. so they scoot. It's like a lot of our races. They they go early. They have a look. They have a good look early. Then then they say, "Well, position up." And then I, so that, so Froggy had a good look early. Find the front. Make sure I let him know I want the front. Then he threw big anchors out, you know. But as soon as he went to throw the anchors out, was when McDougal made that decision to grab a hole, you know. But they mm. did like that horse. That got to be savvy. That got to be savvy at Maui on the backup the Saturday before. I think they went out like ten links above. So it, it's first half of the race, seven days apart. First, first portion of the race, like 30-something links difference week to week. It's just crazy what you've got to put oh, up with. Same with Duncal. He was the same coming out of the Duncan, yeah, Valley Maiden. Yeah, Valley Maiden. How much slow has he gone yeah. early? It, Stacks. It's, it's a proper horse. It's, the oh, horse. it's, a, it, it's horse. a proper, proper top-class horse. I'm calling it now. Duncal. Quickest closing splits of the meeting, old Duncal there. Worst place horse I've ever seen in my life, both at starts, but agree. It's, it's um, out of the box, that horse. Jeez, I reckon we need DK off the two-week freshen up more often. He's come up Dennis beautifully. Lilly. Dennis Lilly. He's coming out about the fourth row of the grandstand, steaming him. That's what he needs. Carl he Rackham just needs his run space. Brett Lee. Brett Much Lee. better content. <laughs> Got a hole in his head like Brett Lee the dog. Tell you what's outstanding is uh, Screen of the Week this week. At Track Screen on Twitter, sending your best track food. The winner here, just by TKO, is roast pork That looks and like veggies. the desk we're sitting at now. I'm calling I'm calling a bluff here. No, it's that like, could be something like place. Hey? You got the membership ticket in the background. Oh yeah, real tough to put a membership ticket on the table. Hang on. And I'm there's the salt there's salt and pepper sachets. That's roast yeah, pork you've veggie them gravy. From somewhere. Gold Coast members. And guess who sent that in? Brody King. Is that your man? My man Brody. Gold Coast members upstairs. Brody wouldn't eat that. Best part of that's the um spuds by the look of it the mean Nico. Mm. No, no, they look, just, don't they look any good? I just get jealous looking at all these Race clubs that do all this stuff for, you know, the punters out there and Victoria we get nothing. If you took your own role in there, that would be incredible. Just grab your own and make your own role at the table. That's what I do there. Roast roll and then mash the spud in there. Yeah. Outstanding. 11.50, Brody King this week's winner. That is good, 11.50. Gold Coast members, it's... Uh, it's yeah, 11.50, you pay for a toasty down here. <laughs> that was <laughs> quite a week ridiculous. ago, yeah. There's a lot. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of pensioners up at the Gold Coast and Walt's just beating them all at uh, 10 pen bowling. Literally. Manscaped, uh, I haven't got the uh, weed whacker because I've just used it. To see, oh, see how clean and how, how well kept I am. Half an hour ago, I looked like buddy Tom Hanks on uh, Castaway because I've been moving house for the last four or five days. And without Manscaped, I just couldn't have uh, looked as beautiful as I do today. So make sure uh, you head to manscaped.com, 20% off, enter little birdie. And uh, you'll uh, you buy one. Buy one for your old man. For Chrissy, it's really hard. If pe- people have got everything, get them a Manscaped kit. Get the weed whacker and lawnmower so you get the uh, the beak and the ear hair and you can shave the lot down. It's absolutely outstanding. Hmm. You're freshly shaved too, Walt. Great to be here Shaved's with you today. All right. Today's show is going to be a beauty. Uh, is Donna's good? I thought that was it. I thought it was going to be. It's going to be a beauty. Oh. Hey? Yeah, that's the show, I think. We'll just set, we'll send the tips out via Twitter, and that, that's it. That's the most interesting part done. Hang on, we've got a couple. Hang on, of tips. He's gone quiet. What happened? Do, he's Donny's been on fire. Uh, his little shorty went off completely. So if he bets, they go off. He loves a female rider. He almost got Kathy home yesterday at sixteen dollars. Oh, the Don, it, didn't she? But, oh, yeah, yeah. On the uh, that horse Felix that uh, that went off super late. 
But uh, he did miss one. He, he missed that uh, that horse red car down at uh, Victoria. So Donny Donny does miss them in Victoria. So if Donny's horses go to Victoria, he can get the prices before Donny gets them. Sleep at the wheel. That was a big miss. Big miss, that one. Johnny Walter, you're going to have a look at uh, Kembla, the gong. Hopefully they bring out that big gong and play it on Thoroughbred Central. It's one of the highlights of the year, I think, the big uh, gel gong. Hey? I you serious? That's one of the tackiest things I've ever seen in a race track. What about this? I asked someone about the Villiers. I was like, what's the Villiers on now? It's like, oh, three weeks. But it's now called the Ingham and it's worth, don't quote me because I haven't checked it, three million. No, it's not. The Villiers, in three weeks' time, so what's that, like a month before Christmas? No. Middle of cool. nowhere is worth $3 million. I'm going to check it, it really? now. I'm going to check it now. Isn't the Villiers just like a barrier trial for the Doncaster? Well, like right. you go and win that and you're straight in? Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's just an off-season race. Isn't it? That's right. It's just an off-season, nothing race. Well, it used to be a group two for 500000 Yeah, you think like brutality or something like that, well, you know, it'd be hard to beat in it, something like that. You know, I don't know. And it, Yeah, $3 million, apparently. Used to be at Hawkesbury, didn't it? Now is it still at Hawkesbury, or is it? They moved? No, it's at Randwick, isn't it? I don't know. I'm going to try and find it. Far east. That's that's a lot of lot of freight there. Three million. Well, is this thing's worth a million. I see the sprint race, which yeah, is yeah. a dead set Wednesday race. It's it's three hundred thousand. Um, it's just out of control. Anyway, Walt, you need to lift at Kemba. You haven't had a collect in the last couple of weeks, so you're on notice. Oh Jesus! T dogs. No, this is why I still like that. I'll get to it. Like the best <laughs> result possible was Pia Rossa, but that's why you got to subscribe, isn't it, Nico? That's why you got to subscribe. <laughs> get get the A set. T dogs going to have a look at the railway. Uh, Terry Lake, I think he, he might be busking after last week's tips. No luck there. Two million. Sorry, two million. One point one five to the winner. Sixteen hundred meter group to the Ingham Stakes. Crazy. It's on at uh, the tenth of December at Royal Randwick now, and it's on the same day as the listed. Razor Sharp for 160000 the Christmas Cup for 160000 but the Ingham Stakes is worth $2 million. And then that lets them tax higher rates. What, it's just crazy. I just don't 88? understand why you have to just zip it up by that that much money. It's just insanity. Half the 99% of the industry's cast, $2 million for one horse. Good luck. Anyway, uh, T-Dog's uh, noon, and we'll be looking at the railway and a couple of other Ascot races. Uh, Terry will be back next week. He's uh, a busy man this morning, so couldn't uh, couldn't get him on the show, but uh, T-Dog's knows the form inside out. Tell you what, it's a sick watch, Ascot. Some of the rides are just terrible. It's If you don't show that replay, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Which one? Deluded or whatever, devoted or whatever it's De- called. Devoted. Yeah, you got to show it. What about that thing Terry blew up about, the thing at Northern or Albany or something? Where his horse got smacked on the nose at the hundred, like dead set by the you know, charging at it, was going to give it windburn. Protest dismissed. It was just um, that was like the old Perth stewards, that horrible result they gave a couple of years ago. Oh, well, the thing Perth that, racing, the grey thing. That was yeah. a shocker. There's, yeah, there, there's been a couple. Yeah, there's a couple of. There's been a few weird protests. That lately. was that was shocking. Our lay of the week, uh, we got that sausage rod, Miss Kentucky, got uh, ran fifth. So we about uh, time you stopped doing the blue colours. What's that? Yeah, we've laid off Godolphin. Yeah. Oh, we're going to Perth. So I think yeah, they're two I think, in a row. I think they're putting a couple on over there. Miss Contigo, so beat the doctors being on fire. Are we going to lay didn't, Cascadia next didn't week? We, yeah. didn't, we take on Anim, didn't we take on Animo Stakes Day? When it I think pop? it was the day he dropped off it. I think it was the day. I think he, I think he tipped it. <laughs> I sort of liked it until Nico's man in the yard just went, eh. no, you, you, you boys half liked it. No, yeah, I said it was gone because it was the first time I thought it would win. I can't do that. Yeah, if, that's if right. If the tipsters on my show like one, I can't go out and then say, well, I want to lay it. 
When some other grubby joints will do that, but that's not. No, us. you just lay it privately and just fill up. Yeah, that's oh, right. You just don't tell it. anyone about it. And well, you send me the videos of chopping your crutch. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. But no pants on in those videos. It's very disturbing. It's very disturbing all around. We're going to go back to the blue. We're going to lay old flame in the gong. If you get this, I'll give you one of my medals this week. If you actually get, if you get a good alpha horse beat anyway, no, that old flame. It's the it's like the fake. Well, it's kind of it's got most blue, blue with, the red, with the red cap. Yeah, yeah. Blue. I'll tell you what, top sport steamers are swinging like a rusty gate, completely out of form. Uh, Nico Ballarat Cup Day. Uh, it's been snowing. It's been really bad weather down in uh, Victoria. It's going to be awful down there, isn't it? Dead set forty degrees here, and I see BZ with the jacket on, the snow jacket, nine degrees on the, oh, the on beanie, Twitter. Or something. It was freezing it's, this morning. It's bloody cold, Walton. <laughs> Even us blokes in here, like the nights are getting down to six and seven degrees at the moment. Like that's two weeks from summer. I think on Monday at Ballarat, it's supposed to be eleven degrees. Like that's the top. But sad day is going to be all right, but it's going to rain. So. I got yes. sunburnt driving to bowling the other day. And these blokes are, <laughs> these blokes are freezing. It's unbelievable. It'll be one nice day tomorrow, Nico. One nice day, I think. Mm. And then it's back to crap. Hopefully it dries out a bit, that track. But um, it's supposed to get a bit of rain be, on Saturday. So. You think it's going to be heavy. You can mm. lock it in, can't you? Mm. It's, a good, it's a really good meeting. Like, it would be a great meeting if it was a good four. But a heavy track just could throw in all sorts of spanners and that. Top sport, are you getting betting to win 5000 on the rail? I'll say make sure you're, you're betting your Ascot stuff with them. Uh, also, the Beat the Doctor promos, and you should just be betting with them. They're Aussie-owned and local. So support uh, the Aussie bookmakers there. Nico's uh, Mounting Hard Mail, as I said, on fire at the moment, $99 till the end of December. Uh, gee, I tell you what, you're getting a cult following, Nico. Every time you tip a winner, it's just all over you on the Twitter sphere, and it's uh, well-earned and deserved. I think uh, the first race you're going to have a look at here, Nico, is uh, race five. Well, I've, I've decided since DK potted me for tipping all the favourites, we're going two at double figures just so you're happy. As if he's going to be happy. Is he never, he's I've never got happy. you in my sides here. <laughs> i got you in my sides yeah, here. I, I knew you were going to He's going to have another crack. I know what for. Ballarat race five. Oh, yeah. Ballarat race five. The the uh, the E-Cycle Solutions McKellar Mile, 1,600-meter race. Aura Dante's favorite here, $5.50, Unanimous $7.50, Maximus Prime. Eight dollars, Beltoro eight fifty, Spanish Kiss nine dollars, nine fifty, Prowling, the Cunning Fox. Hmm, it went awful in the Grays race. Uh, Twelve dollars, ain't no deal done. Thirteen, Typhoon Harmony fourteen, Star of Chaos fifteen, Court Deep seventeen, with Celine Gordray claiming three. Ma Eustace, that's Nico's camp, and this is the horse that we're going to have a look at. It's in the red here, and it's uh, at Bendigo, just outside leader, and just getting punched along there. Tell us why you like it, Nico. It looks half gone here. I thought, sort of watching the race live, I thought, oh, he's going to sort of get caught by the back markers. The horse back to his inside in the uh, Kinedna Junipal Color Secret Glamour come out and won yesterday. Um, and he kind of just fights her off here. She looks like the winner, I would have thought, at this point in the race, and he just kicks back. He's tough, this horse. He's really tough. He's won... Sort of um, about six from 20. Uh, he's unbeaten on wet tracks. This was on a heavy eight that day. Um, I think he's come back in really good order. And sort of if you look back through his form last preparation, when he can get up on speed over a trip around a mile, um, and especially on the wet tracks, he just seems like he can keep rolling. He's got a really good sort of fast sustained gallop. I think they'll go pretty quick here. He'll have to cross from 15. She'll probably sit outside lead, maybe one out, one back, maybe even lead. Um, I just thought he was way over the odds at $17 in a race where a few of these Probably have more talent than him, but they're going to be suspect on a wet track. Um, he's probably the horse that you could really label as he's going to handle the track, going to sit up on speed, which is always a good place to be on Ballarat Cup down at local camp as well. Um, he never runs a bad race. This horse, he's super consistent. So I thought $17 was a very big price. And you get the, um, Nico, the, uh, the full claim there. 
She only claimed one and a half at Bendigo, and you get the full three there on Saturday. So um, that's a little tick for one on pacer as well for her. Yep, so he gets him at 57 kilos. Um, Celine hasn't been firing the last 12 months. She's going at 5%, but her last 50, actually, she's rose at to she, 10%. I, and she did have six months off as part of the naughty, the naughty Airbnb mm. thing, didn't she? So. And her last, what, five rides, she's rode two winners in a second, and then the other two are duck eggs, but... So she might be she's hitting a bit of forty percent is what you really mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. That's though. all we're going off the last five rides. She's absolutely fine, but she knows. I reckon she jumped this horse out. She's been riding a lot for the stable and a lot of track work and that. She's had the ride last start, so she knows the horse. Um, I just think he's way over the odds at seventeen dollars. Wouldn't be shocked if the market found him given the map and his wet track form. Well, you found it. That's the most important thing. Oh, I thought Peltoro would be a rough danger just squizzing the form here, but can't, he's got can't go in the wet. Can't go in the wet, and he's got uh, D Oliver on it, so it's just absolute pen job. Mm. Who trains it? Bobby uh, Hickmont. Hickmont. No one more gone. Poor old Robbie. I know people who know. I'll put me in. No one more gone. <laughs> Poor Robbie Hickmont. Well, cannot train a winner. Walt's just bowling against for that title. forty year olds at the Gold Coast, yeah. so he's, he's, he's in the final for gone. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go value hunting court deep. Celine Gordray, I tell you what, that's a cover job if I've ever seen one. But uh, Ma Eustace and yeah, showed some uh, real fight there at Pendigo. So I can see, I can vaguely see why you're uh, kicking up for that, uh, Nico. Let's uh, let's have a quick look at uh, the Ballarat Cup. We'll just go market only. Don't know if you uh, have had a good look at uh, this one, but uh, the favourite here is Banker's Choice, four dollars. This horse seems to just get backed every start. Four dollars twenty a tissue. Grand Slam ten dollars. Polly Gray twelve dollars. Lord Vadivostok twelve dollars. Foxy Free to thirteen. Suraleo uh, Miss is thirteen, and then Future Scores being the one they've backed thirty four into thirteen dollars. From memory, it was back last start as well heavily, and then you got uh, horses like uh, Bermudez at fourteen dollars and. Much better the rest. Flash feeling our horse, Nico, $21 dollars there. Uh, so this looks absolutely wide open, I would have thought. Uh, I thought Lord Vadivostok was really good last start. Um, a tissue is a funny one off its grand final. Nice little uh, tip with the, uh, the little birdie tip sheet, free tip sheet every Wednesday and Saturdays. Found uh, the map who had uh, run behind a tissue. So um, any thoughts here, Nico? Ballarat Cup? Mm, tough race. Um, I thought the horse that, come out was probably going to be my tip long villas is it he ran in the five diamonds and sort of wasn't far from uncle grin similar run sectionally but he's come out so it's really just banker's choice coming through the wait for age races with the crystal mile and then he ran in the champion stakes last start where he was pretty unlucky to be fair he wasn't beaten all that far and probably should have finished a bit close i reckon he should have run fourth in that race and um, when you consider that he probably he would have beat high on thunderstruck and animo i think if he had his um clear air uh that's the problem here he's drawn barrier number one and he's going to need a pretty good ride from John Allen, but he is a very good wet tracker and it does look like a, a horse that's, I think that was his first run at 2,000 metres here in Australia, last start. Um, he looks like a horse who's going to be suited to that distance and then it's just, it's him v the Wallers really. Um, a tissue's flying. Her last start win was enormous there in the Matriarch. Um, J-Mac to Ollie's probably not a positive for that horse, but given how, I don't think she was the most genuine last start. She sort of loomed up to him, stopped and was, um, very much helped by J-Mac over the line there. I wouldn't fully trust her, but at 420, um, you know, she seems about her right sort of price. And then Polly Gray is obviously the horse that has to come into it on the wet track. Um, she sort of looked back through her four master prep. She'd run second to Zaki on a heavy eight. So that's probably going to mean something in a race like this. Her run in the May track was a bit plain, but I would assume onto a real wet track, 
by this stage of the day, this is going to be um, in her wheelhouse. I did see an interesting market move on Top Sport, 34 into 13 for future score. The local can be a race that's dominated by the locals this cup, even at long odds. So um, maybe where there's smoke, there's fire there. The, the deeper you look into this race, the uh, the more prickly it gets, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was really tricky. I think it'll probably be one race on the day where I'll be probably avoiding. Didn't really see much of an edge. Little swerve job. All right, we'll push on to uh, race nine, the Hertz Tonks Plate, 1,200-metre race here, and do your punk, Carlene Heffel, claiming two's favourite here, $4.20. Snapper is four sixty. Curran, eight fifty. Nicoloni, Vito, 12 into nine. And then uh, Crestani's 10 into nine fifty. King of Hastings, 11. And you can get uh, much better the rest. We're going to have a quick look at Crestani here. It's in the light blue and yellow with a little star on its head there uh, in the middle. And Vespertine uh, is the widest, wins the race. Tell us why you like uh, Crestani here, Nico. Well, this is a pretty strong race. This is a listed class event. Um, sort of beats a few key rivals here that run again. Um, Shelby 66 to the inside of him there. Vespertine's obviously fine this prep. Um, I thought his run at Geelong prior was very good. He didn't have any luck first up at Caulfield, um, he had 54 that day. Drops to 51 and a half after the claim here. Um, and I think Ballarat's a track that will probably suit him. He's very effective on the big tracks. Um, down the straight, he's very good. Geelong, he's run very well previously. That seems to be where they try and keep him to these big wide open spaces. So I think that's going to be a big tick for the horse. It looks set to peak here, probably fourth up. Um, I went back and watched his heavy track runs. He had a heavy track run early in his career at Mornington and probably should have won. And then he had one at Sale as well where I think he ran – third or fourth but he was in the complete wrong part of the track the two horses that battled out the finish came down the outside fence and he was up the middle so he was just um in the wrong lane there he's got some really good form on soft tracks that one last up was on a soft seven horse below the minimum on a heavy track very well sort of exposed form um him and do your punk both get below the minimum with these apprentices on the wet i reckon the market probably keeps do your punk favorite with um given his sort of recent efforts of winning his last two, and I think they have a good look at Crestani. Uh, I think 9.50 probably won't last. Um, I was happy to have something on him each way. I think he's going to just be in the right spot, probably stalking the speed, one out, one back, and he's just going to have every possible chance. It's just whether he's good enough on the day, but um, I think he'll look the winner at some stage in the race. What, what would be the one little niggle in the back of your mind, Duncan, that sort of, you know, would it be the jockey or the, might be the trainer? Nico, the trainer? How's you, got the, you got the stats there? What, what, how's Pat Carey go? Um... This is his banner horse. Look, this is his horse. All right. So of the three of the three winners of the five winners he's had from his last hundred and fifty runners, this one's won what? Three? Or four? Or all of them? Uh two? Three? I reckon he would have won one or two of them. One or two. Mm. So this is this is the this is a stable star. Right. Which they okay. can tend to defy things. They like can you yeah. see with okay. obviously, horses. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I and another trainer I found that's gone at two percent their last fifty. But that was Bus and Young were gone at four percent their last fifty, <laughs> and now they've jumped to twelve in a week. Yeah. So Maybe I'm going to play Paddy into form as well. I will have just by mentioning him, so I'm helping you out. <laughs> and you want to back a Robbie Hickman horse on the weekend, might as well back it too, because I can, geez, I can play him into form. No, he, he doesn't go in the doesn't go the wet at all. And another horse that doesn't go in the wet is uh, Snapper, so it looks a, a good lay in uh, in that. Yeah, well, I couldn't really understand Snapper being 460. He won the one of the lowest rate, like lowest rating races of the carnival, like a benchmark 80. And this horse comes with a listed race where he's got the same form. He gets in better at the weights. He's shown over his career he's a better horse, and he's double the price. Um, yeah, I think he's going to run a terrific race, Crestani. How's the uh, – that was sick, wasn't it? Snapper was 50s into nearly $11 or in the teens. Speed, speed, models, auto, auto maps, auto maps. 
and he he's had a he had a couple of forgives. So if you dug deep enough into the form, you could have found Snapper at fifty to one. I was. was what about a, the last hundred where he's just the, the Jets kicked in too? He would have been happy there. Where so the other old mate was coming after him, and then the then the hyperdrive kicked in, and he just took off the winner. Jesus Christ! It's like, it's like t- Daytona when you get time extension, or yeah. Super Mario when you hit that mushroom. Yeah, the moose, he had the mushroom <laughs> up his sleeve. You didn't know he had the burger his up his sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> off he took. Oh, you could find it if you looked hard enough, which makes you sick when they. Yeah, it was one of those races, straight races. All right, if you want to uh, find horses with uh, the mushroom or uh, the star up there, bum, punningform.com.au is the best form guide in the business. Uh, Absolutely outstanding. Their central data and their benchmarks, it's uh, so simple and easy to use. Liz in the cloud, you can't or delete it, uh, all your notes stay up there too. So you just log on and off and uh, the boys from Punting Form do a great job there. So make sure you support them and uh, try it out if you want to take your form to the next level. Nico's uh, working with it beautifully. All right, let's talk uh, Campbell Grange, the Warra. I have no idea what this race is. It's a 1,000 metre. Oh, is that what it's called? Lickety split jobber. You picked it. $3.60. Well, I didn't know it had a name. What the is Warra. that? The Warra. The Illawarra? Yeah, it must be. Illawarra Steelers, Rod, Rod Wishart. Yeah, here he comes down the outside, Rod Wishart. Malkovic's favourite, 390 into 360, Dragonstone 550, Bruckner from the Abyss. Last seen in the cool, more $7, Athelric, $10, a very fine red, $10, Juan, Diva, 11, Remlats, Gem, being specced, 18 into 15, Kilago for uh, Brycey Hayes, big up and about, uh, $17, American President, that's one of your horses, Walt, $17, Kalos, 18, Wisdom Awarder, uh, likes milk $26 and then uh, much better than the rest. Going to have a look at a uh, couple of replays. I picked these just to uh, terrorise well. So this is Malkovich and uh, Dragonstone. Malkovich burning up in front. Dragonstone uh, out the back there. Like the he's come up to me, Dragonstone. He just Both his, his runs around in Melbourne was pretty average and then I think he's like a little wet tracker. Or, uh, I don't think he's flying. Uh, the mighty Malkovich will do this again on Saturday. It'll put itself up in front and do its best to battle on. But I think that's kind of what he is. He's a he's susceptible late in all these races these days. He's definitely found his mark. Uh, the mighty Malkovich. What other replays have you got? For We're us? gonna have a look at the Bruckner trial. So as we said, it's been in the abyss. So it's in the Annabelle colours and um, the, the Aquas colours. Or? Yeah, oh the Aquas. Yeah, yeah. So it's outside the leader. You can talk about this one because I didn't really have much of an opinion on this one. Well, he sort of just—he he goes pretty keen in this this trial. What are you—he's he's an interesting horse because he's his last running split home affairs and Artorias and a Coolmore of you know last year, not even this spring. Um, he come up in the autumn and had a trial and then sort of pulled up with a lot of issues. And um, the mail I sort of got was he might not ever sort of see the track again. But here he is. They've obviously got him backfiring. Um, I would assume he wouldn't want too firm of a track, so that might be something you'd have to look into there on Saturday, just how that track's going to play. But, gee, that was a good trial, sort of coming away from late. Um, I just watched it before, and uh, it doesn't, doesn't look too many issues there with the way he sort of stretched out and put a margin on him. Um, horse with a heap of talent. Um, can get a bit sort of warm in the yard, so um, maybe that'll be a bit of a guide to sort of how fresh he is there on Saturday and how forward if he's, you know, Nice and relaxed, um, that's probably a good sign. If he's a bit on his toes and starting to sweat up, he may need the run, but um, horse with stacks of ability. Yeah, looks looks like a bit of a fizzy type of horse. So that was Jojo as a man running into second in that trial. Yeah, he came out and flopped, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just sort of – I'm happy to take that horse on to a certain degree if it beats you. doesn't seem so. a 1,000-metre horse, Bruckner. Mm. 
hoping they go quick, uh, my opinion, is actually the, the, one of my pet hates is people who put horses in uh, races that are like 10 kilos under the weight range, which is our man Bryce Hayes here in the mighty Key, Key Lago. Lago. I kind of liked it first up and touch base and he said, you know, it was not ready. So I just – it's a sneaky sort of horse down in the weights that if they go quick here, inside draw, it's going to need all the luck in the world. But if it gets it, it can sort of suck, 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 expose, sprint for 200 with these horses. I've got no problem with that, especially with the 52 kilos. I think it'll run a race, Key Largo, and, and Bryce will probably be dancing around uh, with the 165,000 jumped in and then work out he just got 20 benchmark points for the for the, uh, for the the pleasure. But um, – <laughs> I think it'll run really well, Key Largo. And the other one is my my nemesis at the moment, um, young Rachel King on Kalos. Just thought it was a silly price here. That um, I think it started like four dollars sixty last start down the straight in Melbourne in a in a nice enough race, and thought that uh, that draw might work out okay for it here. It looks like there's enough pressure rolling forward. It should just be second line, maybe third line, wide with cover. And uh, I just he, it's a sort of horse that can build off that, come down the middle, sustain a strong run, and whereas Key Largo will be dodging for a gaps, and if it gets it, it could look like Farlap. If not, it um, may go to the line hard hell, but I thought it was like a nice two-horse play mid-teens mid compared to taking 360 Malkovich, um, who's he's a little bit beaten up. He's just, he'll be there and he'll bob, and you, would you be surprised if he won? No. Would you take $3.60? Not in a million years. There's not too many horses in this race I, I kind of want to find, and I thought they were... You know, Team Blue, their horses just keep backing up, don't they? Just keep flying the good Dolphin team. And Bryce, he is on a heater. He got two winners there at one of the worst meetings I've ever seen at Goulburn the other day. Got the lot. And he's like, he must be, he'd be one for the stats, man. He'd be like 5% for the last two years and 40% for the last two weeks too. Mm-hmm. Up you go, Bryce. He's back, Bryce. Good to see. Uh, Callus, an interesting one there. You've got uh, Jamie Carr, Rachel King, so the horse well, don't know the difference. Well, you don't even have to. Well, that's right. It's the same thing. <laughs> so it's at least you don't have to Apples worry about rappers. the jockey change. It's Yeah, it's it's uh, Rachel Carr off, Jamie King on. Oh, I like that. Uh, just could touch a couple of roughies there. Mm. Let's have a look at uh, the gong here. Is there, what's this worth? Oh, Three 20 million? million? 20 million. 20 million? Yeah, if you win the, if you win the gong and you win... The abseil and you win the what or something some whatever all the other ones. I think if you win all of them, like the it's hunter, like a, the gong. it's like Monopoly. If you get them all, you get like a, <laughs> you can put a hotel on and you and you get plenty. I don't know. Well, didn't uh, what was Mazu? Didn't it get like a four million dollar bonus for not winning a race? I know that was the best. It was, I think it was like three million dollar bonus. Yeah, we should, there should be a bonus for these races because if you go into you know Wollongong and come out alive, you should get a bonus. But it, did it did it even win a race? Didn't, no, hasn't Just, won a race since uh, the Brisbane. But then Carnival. picked up a $3 million bonus. Yeah, he kind of won on default because he was beaten all the races, but he was the only horse that ran in pretty much all the races, him and Eduardo. Why well, was, pri- so was Private Eye eligible Bradbury. or something? Or? Private Eye hadn't run in enough of them. <gasps> yeah. So that was why he didn't get in. Yeah, too good. So Marzu just pretty much was – I think he only had to beat Eduardo home that day and he was pretty much guaranteed the prize. So. Yeah, good honour. Lisa that was rich tax. The big blue giant had to fork it out, so Lisa they had to – I'd love to know the deals there, exactly. Oh, yeah, I've got a rough idea what it Has is. Has anyone ever answered the question that what's a race worth like 10 mil that the odds and evens funds? Where like is I know it's been asked a lot. How's the odds and evens going? Is it still funding it? And I've never seen it sort of tackled. Anyway. It's, it's going about as good as DK went in COVID, I would have thought. Old Flame is the favourite in the time-honoured gong with that little gong that they pull out in the mounting yard. Can't wait for that. That is the highlight of the year. 
Five dollars old flame. That's going to be the beat the doctor lay. Tommy Berry barrier nineteen. Good luck, son. We're not with you, or definitely I'm not. So egg on face potentially for me. Brutality seven fifty. Second favorite. Hope in your heart seven fifty. And then you're starting to look at horses like Rio Dini nine fifty into nine dollars, and it's going to be double. Is it tissues in Melbourne as well? Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's in the Ballarat Cup as well. So I'm interested to see. Not sure which way. We'll try and figure out that. Later I think today. there's been money for it there, but anyway. Oh, she's she's just come out, the tissue. 1028. Out of Melbourne or Breaking out of Sydney? News. Out of Sydney. Okay, so there's scratching there. So all those prices that I've just read out are absolutely useless to everyone. Beautiful. Not too bad. 10%. Oh. Down only 10 and there's, Jesus Christ, it would be 140 on the board, so it wouldn't be too bad, surely. Old Flame is the first replay that we're going to have a look at. It's uh, Flemington. So this was 1,400, right? Um just in behind, he gave it a really good ride this day. Uh, who was the? Is this the race? Turath failed, wasn't it? Yeah, this was a Poland. weird race because a lot, a lot of these horses were dry trackers, and then the rain came, and it sort of just a few of them just did nothing, like Crosshaven, Turath. Um, Ironclad comes out of this, and he ran somehow around fourth in the Cranbourne Cup and still a place for us, but really high rating races too as well. Um, fast race early and you just kind of powered away from them. So, so yeah, I thought, sort of looked at it as like a high rating race that looked like garbage to me watching. Yeah, like went quick. A few of them didn't handle the track and a few of them probably weren't ready for that sort of high pressure in their preps and he was sort of the fit horse who handled the conditions and had J-Max. So he's probably made to look a lot better than what the win was. I agree. And now he swaps J-Mac for Berry, 14 to 16, gate 19. I'm agree with you. Good luck. Bin. Oh, well, not taking whatever it is, $3.50 or whatever it'll be after the mm, scratching. To run, yeah, so we'll, we'll be laying that one to finish top two. Brutality is the next one. We're going to have a look at uh, the Hunter replay. And Brutality's uh, back on the fence in the pink and blue, uh, getting scrubbed along. Beautiful Valana, given absolute 20 out of 10 ride from Nash here. And then poor old Timmy on in the Congo up front. Thought he was home. And he you can tell. just still see um, Brutality just sort of chopping along here. Back on the Look f- at Skylab too in the Perry colours down the this outside. Is the, this is, yeah, well, I was on it at 60s this day, but then they back it up seven days later in this race. Uh, not seven days later, it's a couple of weeks later. Uh, it, it can't be 20s if bloody Brutality $7. It's a better run, isn't it? 100 times better run. Uh, and it was first up, whereas Brutality's had, what, three or four runs? Um, but, geez, it's hard to catch that stable. Holy heck. Skylab, that is. Uh, yeah, Brutality, I don't know what the heck they've been trying to do. Obviously, been sprinting really well. Does that transfer to a, a mile when that's where his best form's been previously? I don't know. I don't know. It's just been so weird what they've done with this horse. They've, like, held it back, sprint, sprint, sprint. Maybe they've held it back for this race. It does look like a plan. I saw Reggie go, oh, don't worry about it. It'll it'll jump out of the ground in the gong after the race. But um, hard horse to hang your hat on, especially on dry ground, which it should be. Blinkers on. Yeah, that does scare me from that stable. Just uh, like I know it's a, yeah, well, it's always game day, isn't it? When they put the blinkers on that that crew, but uh, Jesus, it's going to be closer to last than first. The mighty Reggie aboard. You want to be getting a price. Mm-hmm. I, I like one with your man on top, uh, Roy Roydini. I'm the same. I'm the same. And we've talked about this before when Gay's got the the control of the race. So you've got uh, Rachel Carr on. Surf Dancer and, and Timmy on Riadini drawn literally next to each other. You would assume they'll work it out whether Surf Dancer takes the front and Timmy just follows or or uh, Riadini takes the front and Surf Dancer sits outside, which scares me just because she she gets a bit goes a bit quick in that position compared to most. But 
you would think they get full control of this. Riadine is not beaten up at all. I should know the sprint race looks, it comes out of. This Who's, looks this looks superb set up for Rodini. He could be in career best form here. So it ran in the Sydney Stakes, not suited, beaten two and a half, rocketing by in the Congo, all that weird form, and then in the nature strip behind Private yeah. Eye, it was ridden. It wasn't really suited there. Shouldn't have been there. It's only got beaten three point two, and then it just kept kept coming. To the line behind Marzu and Private Eye. Like that's, I thought they might miss huge. it a bit more. I think they did go up sort of mid-teens uh, and it has been trimmed up a little bit, but I still think $10 is – you just Good go props. down the down the field. Like apart like Old Fame's not beaten up, but stepping up in grade for me, I think it's a big harder task. Most of the horses are beaten up. Love Tats coming out of the greys. Just Folk just – you know, Just Folk's Just Folk. Kerwin's Lane. Don't know how the hell it won that race the other day at Hawkesbury. This is much deeper. Hope in your heart is the other horse I like. Absolutely airborne, home track. Um, if you're gonna, you know, I, if you want to play in this race, I think it's you know wise to play. Hope the, in your heart. Yeah, well, the riding. midfield, the midfield probably coming down the middle horse and the leader. Um, Skylab's the other horse I went looking for, but just how do you back it second up? Winona going to be probably last the inside off a run like that. Um, very hard. I just I sort of kept coming back to these two. Oscar Zulu was a good win at, at Goulburn the other day, but really well ridden. Cold Crush has come out and won since, but still, what's that form? Uh, brutality we've talked about. Steel is not up to this class. You just sort of, by default, I keep saying Rustic Steel doesn't run a mile. It keeps winning over a mile every week to just to ship me, but I keep saying it doesn't run a mile. I'm going to keep saying it doesn't run a mile. Uh, I'm going to die with the lie uh, and the rest of them. Did Tracy Bartley get the field extended for Kiss Sun? Um, is that what is it? Is that what's happened to you? Oh, well, is it going to run? I don't think it's going to. Well, it's coming out of the Champions Mile against bloody Alligator Blood and Tuvalu. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's not hopelessly, but it's going to be. Last and widest. Uh, what the hell do you do with Kiss Sum? They it's should, been, they should just stable change to off. Chris Waller and then get Fly Frankie in to ride it and then it'll be in the race. Kiss Sum. That's why, a big why price. Why are you going to be so negative? Hey? Is it just, why are you going to be so negative? Why? Well, just this is what you do if you want a horse that you like in the Mate, race. Mate, I found it hard enough to have a, even look at these races at Kemble on Saturday. They're that bad. I had to go through this field, actually try and work out which horses are alive, which ones need the bloody uh, resuscitator, and now you want to throw in... One line is about extending fields. Well, you should have just rang me, and I would have just said Rodin is immoral. Well, and then we got we got Trav sitting on the sidelines here that I've been <laughs> watching out on the screen the whole time, like chomping at the bit, waiting to talk. Did, Can't wait to talk have, about. They talk. have extended the field at Ascot, or have they not, or something? What's that for? For that horse Devi- that he devoted, devoted the one we got Devi- the Devi- replay of. Well, it's leading to me. Well, it's making me believe that PVL should just control all of racing because then well, we just have not, t- bigger oh, fields. He doesn't control Victoria. Field. Sorry, I think. He's got a, a solid grip on most of Australia currently, but I don't think Victoria at the moment. But um, he's a trendsetter. He's a trendsetter. I've got a sneaky ruffie here. Oh, oh hold, he's on, got, hold on the phone. He's, we've been talking about brutality, Riadini. He was only a length off him in the Nature Strip Stakes. And we're talking about Kiss Some. Well, he beat at home in the Champions Mile. He's set to peak here, fourth up. JP goes aboard. Barrier four. Colding is going to run a huge race on the dry track. On Wow. I think he's really ready to do something. Just got way too far back there last start. He had Frankie on the start before and just sat at the back and somehow got on heels sitting last. Anyway, um, you go back to his form sort of last preparation. He peaked sort of later in the campaign when he went up to Queensland. I think he's probably looking for 2,000, but um, Josh Parr's going to put him in a good spot here from Barrier 4. I think you've got to be on it. $26 in in your exotics. I love G-ing him up because I'm like, oh, well done. Did you just take the ride for Walla or did you just, you know, or did you actually commit to the horse? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. I said, oh, it's good they put it's you on the a, It's got a chance. But, yeah, but that's that's what I mean. And, and he normally tries to lift these horses just to piss me off. So 
it's like a length and a half just to, just trying to prove me wrong. So uh, you factor that in, you're probably getting double the odds anyway. <laughs> and he is up and about, Josh, off the back of his New Zealand uh, whatever the hell that was. I don't. I'm not sure. Colding fifty nine kilos with that uh, with it's that sort of race. And what price is it going to be? Thirty to one or something? Is it what price is it? Yeah, it's thirty to one. Yeah. Do do the weights not, matter? Not DK. We saw a gold do, trip win. He's gone reverse hard. No, they don't. No, no, they don't. Yeah, yeah. That was the uh, well, fell into that in the Melbourne Cup. Best horse in race, Colding. Actually, he, he's he's won the he's won the big pin-up races before. If I think it was, was the 2017, first winner of the yeah, that's right. I think he was the first odds and evens winner there was. Remember when it was a G Boss stuck behind? I was I was in Melbourne. Holy heck! He ran up fourteen asses and put three on him. Okay, that was uh, that was the Kembla Sydney preview, and uh, John Walter did tip Pierre Rosen in his chat room. I missed it. I was moving house. I was sick. Uh, so yeah, if you want the full set from oh. Walt. Sydney stuff, racingwatch.com.au. It's Telegram and it's Discord. All right, let's talk uh, West Coast, Best Coast Racing, Ascot, the carnival. It's uh, kicked into gear and it's the railway this weekend. T-Dogs, how are you feeling, mate? Yeah, looking forward to this weekend. It's good to have the Group 1s back but um, in WA. Um, it does look a pretty good carnival this year. They've, they've obviously got a few of the Godolphin horses that have come over for the races the next two weeks and um, – yeah, some some handy three year olds, but um, I'm still recovering after last week's food. Still recovering after Devote. Hmm. I'm nearly cured for the car- uh, absolute carnival. W Pike. Yeah, uh, let's talk about. Let's just get straight into it because th- there'll just be points that sort of just roll uh, from the races. Uh, the first race that we're gonna have a look at is market only. I'm not putting the replay in. I'm gonna see it again. Devoted. Uh, w Pike. So this this is the horse we're talking about. It's on the fringe, or unless they extend the field, or a heap of horses to scratch. It's not going to be in the railway, so it's opened up three dollars favourite here in the Carbine Club of WA Stakes over fourteen hundred metres. Three dollars looks probably appealing from Barry Nine. If you knew Willie Pike was going to give it a decent ride, I guess. But uh, Billy ain't silly. Eight dollars. Uh, Minx Minx moments an interesting one here. Eight fifty. Uh, Adam Durant's taken the horse over X Waller. So big stable change there, and you got comes a time nine dollars. Uh, let's gallivant nine. E T A is ten dollars, and then uh, mm, that's the horses in uh, sort of single figures, and the chances deep inside the market. But surely devoted. If they had a road at the way that you suggested on last week's show, it qualifies for the race, and it's in the race. But uh, just sleepy tactics, just insane. Yeah, I would sort of go as far as saying inept, but. Um yeah, it just was way too negative. Um, the horse was just given too much of a task on a day. It was pretty tough to make ground out wide. Um, you wanted to be back sort of closer to the inside part of the track and on speed. I think gave them a big head start. Yeah, as you said, if he, if he was probably ridden a bit more aggressive early, I thought they he could have won the race. Um, backs up within seven days, which I don't think will be too much of a problem for, for this horse because he was going to anyway if he was running in the railway. Slight reservation is he drops back in trip. I think he's sort of a horse that he's going to hit his best at 16, 1800, sort of stays, you know, at this 1400-meter range. But on class, I think he's got a fair bit on them. Like I'd have him second favorite in the railway, um, and I don't think any other horse in this race would be sort of close to that. Um, thought two horses, though, on the quick seven-day backup as well, going 1,200 up to 1,400 are worth mentioning here. One of them is It's a Ray Day, whose career peak performance comes at 1,400 metres Ascot sort of this time last year and just has been ridden a bit too passive his last couple. He's a horse that 
when he goes forward really aggressively up on top of the speed, he can. That's sort of when he runs his best races. And comes a time who comes out of the um, the sprint race behind uh, sort of this little test year elite street. He was finding the line really well. Um, a little bit surprised they back him up in this. I thought you know he would have just gone on the winter bottom and would have been a chance for probably for the top five or six. But um, yeah, they placed him here probably to win. Um, he's the horse the market I think will have a little bit of a look at. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Devoted will get too much tighter than $3, to be honest, um, just with his racing pattern. He's still going to have to give them a bit of a start here. And, yeah, Pikey on, from wide draws um, scares me. What are we expecting with the track there? Wasn't that sort of the main reason the last Saturday that people saying it was a bad ride? Like, it wasn't a day it looked hard to make a bit of ground? Are we expecting the same on Saturday? Yeah, I think it'll even up a little bit more on Saturday, Nico. Um, I'm sort of expecting it won't be as hard and fast um but you know you you deal with perth conditions you know pretty much what you're going to get it's going to be quick tempos um in some of these bigger races and uh, you are going to be dealing with a track that's still pretty hard so um by that way it's still going to be a little bit of an advantage to be up on speed but i think it'll even out a little bit compared to last week and if you were good enough, you could still do it. It was just a lot of the races last week were also run at slow tempos and they were just, yeah, a lot of sleepy rides, lot, a lot. And that's right. Nico, Nico he's, like, the pattern was well established. Like I don't know if you watched the RJP, as I definitely did. I'd just been at the fish and chip shop and I was absolutely filthy because I followed uh, Tez in on playing Marika and had uh, devoted in a junkie multi. So I was just fuming with the ride uh, with Devoted and then playing Marika, if you go watch the replay of that, that's one of the biggest car crashes I've ever seen. So uh, I'm not Peter Moody, so I can say whatever I like, but Troy Turner, like he, if there was twos, he should just be banished out of um, Ascot for a couple of weeks just to have a good think about himself. Like All over that horse's mouth and gave it absolutely no chance from barrier two when the track pattern's so established. Like Honestly, I can see exactly why Peter Moody like has – is probably borderline addiction to four X gold. Like I'd be on the harder stuff. I'd be on doubles or triples. Uh, what's that grass gin that you like, um, DK? That uh, that four pillars stuff. That the four sh- pillars. The, the Shiraz. Yeah, the Shiraz yeah, 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 yeah. Doubles or, or triples of that. After watching uh, playing Marika last start and poor Tez, that's probably why he's off off this week's show. Like playing Marika, if you had to back that, you'd be in the asylum. Disgusting. Anyway, ran over. I've done my absolute kyber on that clearly. And I think uh, Devoted, Devoted, you're going to take $3 about that and he gets to beat up on these other horses. I know that's the negative. This horse would have just been playing in the paddock. They wouldn't have done anything with him. And you probably would have had to take, what, $4 in a in a bloody railway, T-Dogs, if he has if he goes into that race over a mile. Like, I know that's the difference, $1,400 a mile, but you would have, he was $4.80 pre-post favourite. Yeah, I mean, you make a strong case why you can take the $3. Um, I'm just maybe a little bit burnt from last week. Um that's that's I'm struggling to confidently say I want to pull the trigger at the price, just because I think the the same situation could happen because I, I just don't know again if this is like they want him to win because he, he has to get into the northerly in sort of two weeks time. But um, I thought they wanted him to win last week too. Well, I'm going to take Roy Deeney into that, and oh, I'll have a lot of money. I sound like Azza. I sound like your man. No one sounds like Azza, mate. No one sounds like Azza. He's in a league of his own. 
Let's kick along to uh, race seven at Ascot, the uh, WA Guineas. Amelia's Jewel, two fifteen favourite. Uh, top Sport, Bustler is $4. All the Kings men, $7. Snowdome, 13 uh, Santorio is 14 Swear to God, 19 Linden Lady, $21. And better the rest. Going to have a look at the replay here of W Pike on Linden Lady. It's back last in the yellow and black. Only just starting to work itself into the race now. So it's three wide. It sort of just takes a hard right-hand turn here and nearly bloody falls over. Luckily, there was no one in and around it, but hits the line really nicely here. And uh, Pike, uh, $21, sticks with it, coming out of the Champions Phillies uh, race there. Yeah, I think she is on the seven-day backup. I think the key to this horse is riding it. A bit negative. Um, she's the sort of horse that finishes off really strong in her races. I think five of her six starts, she's the fastest last 200 in each race. So she had one flop leading into her last run, which is why she was such a big price there in the champion Phillies, where she was three deep the trip on a day the rail was out 12 metres, just a horrible setup for her, and she sort of faded out. Um, last week, though, she just too far back under the race shape. They walked there. And, yeah, just had too much of a task. But her last 200 was really good. Um, did a little bit of stats on when Grant and Alana Williams put the blinkers on in group races. It's not something they do very often. I think it's only happened on 10 occasions. But they've hit on four of them. And the profit on turnover is very big. Um, so, yeah, it's not something they do very often, the Grant and Alana, with the blinkers on. And this is probably, you know, they've lost all the Peters horses. So, this is probably their horse that they their real project horse for the the carnival. They don't really have a better horse than her in the stable, and I, I just think Blinkers on seven day backup off that sort of run, and now the huge potential of a fast tempo. The WA Guineas never a slowly run race, and a lot of these, uh, especially a horse like Snowdome, he's going to be out in his feet probably coming to the bend. He didn't run fourteen hundred last start, so no chance of him getting the mile. Um, there's a few in the same boat with him that are going to press forward. I think they'll they'll fall in a hole quick, and she'll be the horse sort of launching late. I just thought at the prices, she's a super price. Um, I thought you could get her under single figures. Love the the sort of backup from the champions fillies. It's done been done plenty of times before going into a WA Guineas and yeah, Pike and Grant and Alana. It's a it's an easy combo to find at sort of twenty one dollars. And as I said, I'm just really interested by the fact that blinkers go on. Um, Amelia's jewel. I'd say she's the best horse in the race, uh, but I couldn't get her as short as the market. I thought she did have her chance last start to race, um, sort of beat laced up heels, couldn't beat her. Uh, I think getting up to the mile is definitely a tick for the horse. She's screaming out for it now, this preparation. Um, but a fast run mile is still something, you know, she hasn't been to the mile and, and a potential fast run mile is still a little query. So, uh, whereas a horse like Lyndon Lady, who's probably going to find her back, um, I think could be the real blouser here late. Not convinced on the boys. I sort of went back and, and looked through Bustler. He's unbeaten. There's a lot of hype about him in Perth. I think he's sort of third favourite in the Northley behind Cascadian and Amelia's Jewel. And, yeah, I just couldn't get him anywhere near as short of the market. Um, I thought he's sort of been really well rated his last few to win. And just, yeah, I don't know. He's the sort of horse that's, that's hard for me to be getting really excited about. He's only sort of small margin win last start, seemingly having everything in his favour. Um, he could explode in a fast one race up to the mile, but at the price, I couldn't be with him. So, yeah, I'm team Phillies, but um, I think Amelia's jewel, you know, if she was sort of t- 
tipping would be the horse tip on top, but she's just a little bit too short at the moment. I sort of marked her 250, not 220. Um, and, yeah, as I said, Linden Lady, I just think's over the odds here. Mm. Looks uh, a decent way to see. She's a run behind it, like Amelia's Jewel. She's like first up 1,200, he came out and basically said he'd given her two gallops and a whatever, and then straight to 14, straight to a mile. It's like she's a run behind all the time and you're trying to take evens about a horse that's chasing its tail fitness-wise, getting to a mile. It's hard to do. But I know that uh, laced up heels beat her last start, but I, I, she gives me the impression she wants a mile more so. And just because she failed lace up heels at the mile last time, I wouldn't be riding this. This horse is a much better horse than laced up. Yeah, heels. exactly. Like not, not the same world, but it's just it's just the fitness wise. Like mm. if it had a no mile run or another mile. run, it'd be much easier to. But it's got a softer. Like, I agree with exactly what you're like. Is in, you can't tip anything to beat it. It's just hard to chime into two twenty with confidence, even though it's best horse and whatever. Yeah, and that was always going to be the problem going into this carnival. Is she, you're never going to get a price about her after sort of the. The first preparation, like she's got SP anchors everywhere. She hasn't started above $2 in any one of her starts and she's won what, four from five. So mm. you're never going to get a price. So um, she's a hard horse yet yeah, to sort of make money out of, I think. I might just, I'm just writing down Royadini win, Devouted win, and then Linden Lady place. And then I'm going to buy a car and then, <laughs> and then, and then what, a toy car. Yeah, and then I'm going to send my mate Oracle who's taught me how to place bet. Well, if you want to, if you want to buy a real one, right. just triple your bet and place all up and more. The Oracle's spoken. Pl- place as well. So I'll buy a boat as well. Yeah, a boat as well. Boat and a car, and I'll get something for DK as well. Yeah, and yeah. It was still a racing show. We'll talk about the Railway Group 1, odds to 5,000 with uh, Top Sport and uh, Alaskan God is the favourite here. $4.20 Derby winner. Tricks of the trade. My mate Troy Turner, $5.00. Carly's Karma, $7. Uh, Treasured Star, $10. W Pike, Ironclad. Interesting each placement way. here. Got the Ironclad. form. Don't trigger Nico each way. Each way, $10. Uh, Devouted, $13. It's the Peter Volandi's Extension Field Special. Uh, Search and Rocks, uh, the Taylor's Horse, $14. Uh, Yonkers, 14 And then last of the line, $16. And uh, Resort Man, $18. Let's, let's uh, sink our teeth into a couple of replays here. Alaskan God in the WA Derby win. My little reservation with that one is it is 2,400 metres, so he's he's a nice big uh, lump of a horse here, and he's just in the yellow with the pale blue. As uh, Trav said, widest, and I'm not sure. I love it when they make ground turning like that. I love that. Mm, good balance. Yeah, he, he accelerates away from them here. Like He's been average opposition, but tricks of the trade, it didn't stay the 2,400, but... Um, just the way it just pulls away from them and it's pretty soft late in the end. I only wanted to highlight this because the WA Derby, three of the last four winners um, of the uh, railway, oh, sorry, two of the last three, have come off a WA Derby win and then came into a railway second up, and that's Western Empire and Regal Power. So it's, I actually think it sets up quite well for this race. And then I think we're going to have a look at his last start where he was at 1,400 metres first up. And this is in the Asian bow. The race was quite slowly run. He gets right out the back and just savages the line. Like, he, I think he improved his speed that last sort of 200 metres by two and a half lengths, sign of a good horse when they just sort of keep improving through the sections. And I think the real tick to this horse is if it's a typical railway and it's sort of run, you know, six, seven lengths above benchmark at least, you know, on that sort of 
above average to fast sort of speed. He's going to be the horse that is best suited. Um, all of his racing's pretty much come in even to slow run races where he's just had a better turn of foot. He looks to me like he could just be a high-pressure monster and he just hasn't seen a high-pressure race. Like he's five from seven. Um, that includes his maiden defeat where he was turned out straight after. So you could really argue the case. You know, if you put a line through that, he's pretty much five from six. Um, and, yeah, just has that one defeat last start in the Asian Bow where he was he was there for a barrier trial. No s- simpler than that. So he's um, unbeaten, really. He's unbeaten. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> I think yeah, it's a, it's an interesting narrative to make. But he comes into this race as the horse that's just so deadly. And um, I sort of did a lot of stats last night looking at um, horses in handicap grade. Um, and I, I was sort of trying to find an angle for the punters. And the, and the big angle I found was uh, I, was, I was sort of thinking, oh, these big booming finishes going up, up in distance to handicaps, you know, is, is that – is it a good angle to take? And punting form systems, it was good, but it wasn't like extremely profitable. It was just on the profit side. So I went hunting. I think a lot of these WRA races, because they run at such a good clip, you can get into it from the back. And just did some uh, digging on back markers in uh, WA Group 1s. And there were sort of like 66 horses um, that it took in for sort of 12 winners at a nearly 20% strike rate. But the profit on turnover back in back markers in Group 1 races in Perth, I think it was for the last uh, – it's going back to about 2013. So because there's only so few Group 1s in Perth, you need a little bit of uh, data. But it was yeah, it was nearly 80% pot. So um, it was an angle – you know, I was a little bit surprised at because, you know, every week – we come on these shows all, every week. You guys run Bet Doctor every week, and the angle is always to try and find horses up on top of the speed. I'm sort of coming away from that in handicap races and at the elite level in Perth, I just think they they set up better for the back markers. And I, I think the draw is not bad for him. He just gets to blend into the race. Chris Parnham should be able to find the back of Willie Pike on Treasured Star. He's a much better horse than Treasured Star. I aggressively priced him here. I marked him inside $3. I think he's a complete moral. I actually, the more you talk about him, the more I sort of like, and I've got a couple of queries on a couple of these runners. This is an interesting one. Uh, the next replay we're going to have a look at is a Ruffy here. God has chosen, and again, it's in the yellow, and it's uh, second last. Isn't yes, it? second last. This is a race that was run really slowly. Sort of the on-speed horses dominate the race. You got Massimo out front, who's a very hard horse to get past, and Carly's Karma sort of breathing down his neck. They sort of fight out the finish, and God has chosen. Again, he's a bit sort of similar to Alaskan God here. This isn't go time for him. He sort of gets a long way back. I thought his last 200 was okay. It doesn't look that good visually, but sectionally he got through the line all right. And I just think this horse is set to peak third up. And they've gone the blinkers on, which I just love for grand final time, putting blinkers on, and he, he's responded under that setup before. You go back last preparation, he started favourite. Um, practically in, in all the uh, weight for age races at 1,600, 2,000 metres in Perth that were Group 3 races. And I have to take out probably Alaskan God, who's going to be a Group 1 horse. This is a Group 3 race. Um, it's a terrible addition of the race. Best. That's exactly what I was going to say. At best, it's a Group 3. Well, like you look at Ironclad, he started 14 bucks in the Cranbourne Cup, who runs fourth, and somehow he's $10 here. On the seven-day backup. 
out of a high pressure race. Let's have a look at uh, Ironclad here because obviously oh. he's last. Yeah. And uh, and it was just probably, watching charge. It was a leaderish day, but they went lickety split in this uh, race. And then you got Uncle Bryn for DK. Absolutely. So just, the two things it, to look at here: Uncle Bryn just racing away and. Ironclad charging. How into doesn't this run a place? Honestly, he went via Hungry Jacks. Did you see, didn't he? Uncle Brent? Was it the oh. slow lane? You know, it wasn't. And then you got Ironclad. Yeah, I don't think the fence was that good late in the day. But oh, yeah. Ugh. Just how he missed third. I think that was that was a pretty sleepy ride by Ethan. He really missed the boat. Like he shouldn't have been that far back, considering how quick they were going. Um, yeah, just missed the boat there completely. But surely he doesn't cop any favours here with the jockey change. I don't think he runs a mile. I'm gonna I'm gonna be John Walter. Yeah. John Walter put my John Walter hat on and say he doesn't get sixteen hundred. Which one? Ironclad doesn't run a mile. I uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, tell me, show me, tell me By the, the way, race that he's doesn't he's, run it fast. He's, it's it's not his distance. I'm going to say. What's right, he done? He's, he's won one is, mile race. Yonkers has got fifty six a half in a railway. Hey? Yonkers, Yonkers. Bon- it's bonkers. Yonkers is bonkers. Oh my god. We talked about the gong earlier. This that race has absolutely cannibalised the railway. You could think of nearly eight horses in it that would have made the trip across Holding. if there was Wasn't no Well, Riadini. That's, you, uh, got a, a, you got a Ningham for two million in two weeks. So why would you travel? I, I, I was trying to work out why. That's got to be it. It's got to be stopping horses going to Perth. I think the the pushback of the Spring Carnival in Victoria as well, like with the Ballarat Cup worth five hundred grand, the races next week on Zipping Classic Day. There's just too many options for them down south. I heard um, sort of Catherine Coleman during the week on After the Last, the assistant trainer for Peter Moody, and she said, "Why would you go? You know, it costs you a lot to get there." You've still got to beat the Perth horses. Um, yeah, I was a little bit surprised with some of the comments. I think there's a lot of mares that are sitting around that are just, you know, a horse like a tissue. Like, this would be a perfect race for it. doesn't have a group one on the CV and they've left it begging to win a gong, like, or a Ballarat Cup, whichever one she's left in. Um, mm. Yeah, I think there's some interesting placement from stables here because realistically, outside of Alaskan God, you would have taken any horse over from the east and would have been confident they could run top three. Mm, I think this horse can definitely be stronger slate. I've, I've even got a better idea. I'm going to start a Twitter account and call it Super Multi Scoot. Oh, and then I'm going to take Yankees to win it. Yankees or Yankees? And a boat. And then this is going to be for the house. And I'm going to throw in Alaskan God for the fourth legger. And I'm going to do all that Super Multi Scoot stuff. And then I'm going to do a little tutorial video at the end of it, how I did it and buy an apartment. Does the result matter? What's that? Winning or? I don't know. I'm just going to do it. You're just going to do it. Yeah, and if it all goes. So you're going to pre-spend the money that you're going to win off the Yankee before it wins. If it goes bad, I'm That's just going to chase on, it on, on Fletcher's tips in Hong Kong. Just Sunday. show them your ticket. So listen, <laughs> this is going to win on Saturday. So just give me the house, the car, the boat now, and we'll just work it out later. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon you'll be sweet. Outstanding stuff. All right, that's uh, that's that's three races at Perth. That's plenty. And watch the uh, car crash uh, rides because they are absolutely I can't happy. believe you didn't show the replay. That's the weakest thing I've ever seen. So we'll play it next week. You must really like Trav. I don't know why, but you must <laughs> really like it. He said don't play the replay. I know. That's what I mean. So that normally means specifically you, you, requested. You I know, pump I put the, the volume remote, up. <laughs> yeah. Put the remote through. Play Marika. Yeah. Troy Turner. Normally you're really at that stage and you're like, can you put a compilation together of this and just really hammer it? It's the worst thing. Like you're a, you're a video. Video commenter like me, so I video video comment every horse and every mate, and then you get a race like that. If it's ten runners or twelve runners, you got to do it. Watch it ten times and watch the slaughter and the shit show ten times. It's just 
torture. <laughs> it was about yeah, I think it was about four horses out of it this week. So I've I've watched it too many times already. <laughs> and it'll be on every replay channel. So suckers for punishment. Thank you, uh, T Dogs, and uh, we'll, we'll, let's get you on next week just to go toe to toe with uh, Terence, just to drive him absolutely bonkers. But uh, good luck on the weekend, and hopefully, uh, alas and God wins you lots of money and me the house. Hopefully. Thanks, mate. All right, let's time uh, to talk about uh, Don's best. Haven't forgot this week. Driver deal last week. He's uh, loves the shorty, the king of Grafton, Donnie. G'day, gents. Donnie's best for this weekend's racing is back. Uh, good to get another best bet home last week. Drive to your life was off the map. Let's keep the momentum going and top sport hurting. This week, we've got two bets. The first one comes up on my home track of Grafton. A lot of people call it Grafton because that's how good I go there. So let's get this one home. On Friday, race four, number one, Noble Mission. It's two runs since its gelding operation has been really good. Last start, it was uh, terribly held up between the 300 and the 150, but still ran the best last 200 of the race. The wide draw suits, it should settle 1-1, potentially even lead. It should be too fast. There are a bunch of walkers. The $3.30 on offer is more than fair enough, so I'm happy to take that on Friday, race four, number one. And also on Sunshine Coast on Saturday, we're going race seven, number nine, Jusui Bell. It was hampered after the gates opened last start at Eagle Farm. The soft draw here means it's gonna settle a lot closer. It rocketed home last start. Uh, the winner got a bit of a head start on it, pocketed it in. Once it got to the outside, it zoomed home late. Ryan Maloney takes over from Taylor Marshall, which is a massive uh, jockey upgrade. The soft draw helps. I think it should be winning. It'll get to the crown on the track and go bang. Even money, it's about the right price, but I'll be on. Don't worry about that. I'll take the double as well at Grafton. So the two best bets this weekend are Grafton on Friday, race four, number one, Noble Mission, and Sunshine Coast on Saturday, Race seven, number nine, Jusui Bell. Good luck, gentlemen. Ah, oh, dear Graf Don. Hasn't he got a bit of swag? I tell you what, his bloodshot eyes sort of give him away. He's, he might have been on the morning billies there when he's recorded that. Oh, Donnie, or he's got pink eye or something. There's not many things that surprise me, but Graf Don. <laughs> and how good I go at Graf Don. Oh, it's my a big God. Flex. Big oh, flex. Graf Don. Especially when they're even money. Like, oh, three, four, you're not yeah. asking for trouble, are you? Oh, well, he just fishes in that sharp end of the pond all the time. Oh, all the steel prices, cupboard jobs, Graf as we Don. say. Graft on, race four, one, Friday, Noble Mission, Saturday, Sunshine Coast, seven, nine, Jersey Bell. Thank you, um, Trebien. Hopefully, uh, Donnie is best. Nothing to add. He's got a brand. No, I shouldn't say that about his eyes. He's probably had a rough night. He's got a six-month-old. You so shouldn't call him a drug addict on, on uh, camera? No. Nope. Okay, no, no worries. No, no, that's why we're not on commercial. Yeah, we're, we're okay. We've been brushed for everything that we've said today. Yes. Top Sports team, as I said, no joy, and uh, these could be – oh, this bet's not too bad. Railway Stakes, Ascot Race 8, number 15, Treasured Star, $412. Winning Chance has uh, decent form around Alaskan God. Something bad happens to Alaskan uh, God. Maybe it can win. And then uh, this is a – Quirky bet this one. Ballarat race nine, number 11. Nemeth, Mitchell Beer, uh, friend of the show. See, 150 at $29. Mm. I was coming mm. to Sydney. That's in the Crestani uh, race with uh, Nico Noonan. All right. Hopefully we've found you. Is that it? That's the steamers. Oh, that's the steamers. That's the end of the show. They've literally run out of steam. Hey? 150 on Mitch Beer in the thing at Ballarat is the steamer. Well, I think Treasure Stars. That's, not, that's, like that's not even a. That's a nothing. Yeah, that's it's not even a. What is that? What are you doing here? No, you're, nothing. You're, you're getting in trouble there. I'm getting in trouble, Borko. What, what was getting in trouble? He was, look at this. He's trying to build himself a gold medal to put 
put Randy's oh. neck at the end of the show. Yeah. This is what I have to deal with. This is what my AV guy is Look at the bowling ball. In my ear saying paper shuffling. No, it's paper ripping because he's a moron. Oh, I graft on was too much of me. I just couldn't <laughs> trump that, so I just got bailed out. <laughs> oh, shit. The heat's getting to us up here, DK. Yeah, well, it's not a problem down here, but um, what have we got, Nico? We've got Teichura, Penshurst, Swan Hill, Terang. Might be something there. One of the only trucks I've ever been to, Penshurst. Penshurst, yeah. I've won a race there. Have you? Man Croft, Boxing Day, 20 years ago. The mighty Kingston Hawk, <clears throat> Nifty Wilson, got the money. And then he got off the horse at won the race. He said, sell it. Like, it's the worst thing. He said, don't pop me horse. Don't, you know, pop me Mrs. Pot, everything else. Don't pop me horse. So we couldn't sell the bloody thing. We should have. <laughs> but anyway, that's a bit more to look forward to than bloody Mornington and Maui and all these brothel joints that have been on this week, Bansdale and everything. So um, You know who won a Penshurst Cup? Your old man, Big Dave? No, he haven't won one. Oh. Caught, caught deep. He caught won a Penshurst Cup. Penshurst Cup. Give him strength on Saturday. <laughs> That's the angle there. All right, beautiful. Thanks, guys, in Melbourne. Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening and watching. Big thanks to Top Sport, uh, punning for Manscaped for keeping us uh, afloat here. And uh, we'll be back next week. Not sure what's going on next week, but I think we've got we've still got a couple of shows to get to go because we had that break in July. Give me the right address next week, will you, so I won't go to somewhere else where you don't live anymore. Very smart, man. Well, but geez, you go missing, don't you? I've been missing for a long time. <laughs> There you go. Anyone that says that we cut everyone off, we've just done a two-hour show, so no more feedback, please. Where's Trav? I miss him. (laughs) We'll see you next week.